0: The Colonel Podcast. Hosted by Noah Norton. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Colonel News Podcast. As always, I'm your fearless leader, Noah Norton. How's everyone doing? It's It's been a little bit, but uh, we're glad to be recording right now. A lot of exciting things have happened. A lot of exciting things. Movies are coming out. Uh, no Way Home. It, it, a lot of movie excitement going around here. Uh, art house and mainstream. So, I right. I think here at the colonel office, we're really excited about all the opportunities, everything that's going to happen. So without uh, any further ado, let's pop it, lock it, butter it down. Let's get into some news here. All right, starting off here. Ariana Grande to lead Squid Game Season 2. Now, she stated, to prepare for the role, I've been watching a lot of manga. Fantastic. I think this is a good casting. Squid Game, something about them that wasn't really appealing. Uh, not many big names. So when you add a big name like this with Ari, this is, I mean, you're going to get eyes on this thing. You know, and you, Squid Game could frankly use the attention. It kind of flew under the radar. So for me, in my head, if you know the show, I think she's a great replacement uh, for Player 67. I think it's a great replacement. If they're smart, they do kind of like a a parallel story, have Shang's story and then they can do, do like a time jump story, you know. So a lot of moving pieces here. But if you're wondering how conceptually it conceptually would look, Ariana portrays the older version of Shang's daughter. Netflix, call me. Let's <laughs> get on the phone, all right? Netflix, uh, give give me a jingle. I it, I have the it's 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 almost as detailed as my uh, uh, Tenant outline, my my Tenant sequels and and trilogy essentially. But, um, yeah, I think this is great. I'd, I'd really like to see them double down to get Scarlett Johansson out there. You know? Get, get a little Scar action there. We know she's freed up from Marvel. She's got the time. I think that would be a good casting. But I've also got to say, <laughs> hey, Ari, why don't you say thank you next to your husband and pull up to my penthouse? Why don't you come on over? Show you, uh, show you some of my positions. <laughs> I've been reading Kama Sutra. <laughs> I'm not reading it, you know, but it's I I look at the pictures. If I flip them back and forth really fast, it looks like they're moving. That's where film comes. Moving on here, Paramount Pictures is disappointed at the lack of controversy with Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Uh the trailer released recently, and apparently executives at Paramount are livid that no one has called for a character redesign. Uh, no one has said that they are queer baiting with tails. There has been no outrage at all. And apparently, people are just excited, which, if you know if you, anything about marketing, is the worst thing people could be. You don't want them excited. You want them outraged. You want some controversy. Director Jeff Fowler stated uh, we should have added a purple haired Laura Dern in this trailer. That would have got Reddit screaming. It's stuff like that that makes marketing so crucial. You know, when a, when, you, when you're about to release a movie, if people aren't there to hate watch it, then you're not really getting that many people there to watch a movie. You need them angry, calling for a redoing of the design of the character, uh, calling for them to have less representation. You need them mad about something. You need them very mad about something. Um, Paramount, you fumbled the bag on this one. You missed the gold ring right in front of you, all right? Uh, moving on here. Elsa to have a boyfriend in Frozen 3. This is interesting news. Uh, of course, we know that Anna um, has a boyfriend and in, uh, in, a husband, I think now, in Kristoff. Uh, so where's Elsa, and why isn't she with a man? I think this is something interesting. So they're going to finally resolve that glaring issue. Uh, if you remember in Frozen, it made no sense. She didn't end up, end up with a man. Like, <laughs> Disney, you made the formula and you forgot one of the biggest ingredients, you know? Maybe this is the plan all along with the trilogy, you know? But some quote here, uh, director Chris Buck stated, don't worry, he'll have feminine qualities. That's interesting. So it's going to be kind of like a, a less masculine male. That's, that's you know, that's queer baiting and people like that. Um, it's also rumored that Mickey Mouse will appear in the film and he'll be forcing this courtship. All sounds good to me, totally on brand. I know some people out there on the woke left are going to be really disappointed that she won't be having a girlfriend. Um, to that, I say, okay, but he'll be a little feminine. Right? you know, like kind of like, it'll feel like it was, it was written by a woman, you know, like it'll have that like energy. I mean, it won't be, it's Disney, but feel like it. All in all, I think this is a great change. You need a voice actor and character model. Disney, you have my song. It comes up as blocked, but you have it. Moving on here. Marvel Studios to make a serious film. No comedy. No quips. According to Kevin Feige, we're out to make the first billion dollar art house film. They're trying to set the new standard for art house cinemas. And my first thought goes, what's the IP going to be? You know? What is Marvel going to source from to get... An art house movie, uh, you know. I think Eternals tried in some regards to do that uh, with Chloe Zhao's direction, but it, it didn't quite reach that potential height. So it, it, my mind gets a, a buzz with ideas: uh, X Men potentially, you know, have something about social causes with X Men. Uh, Fantastic Four. They they could even go from an existing franchise, you know, do a complete uh, inversion of what we expect from some of these characters. I think Ant Man Four. I think Ant Man Four has a big chance to be an art house film. That's very possible. It'd be an interesting change. And I would really like I think this would be really good. I would really like to see Paul Rudd just dig deep and for once in his career be a real actor. Imagine that. If you don't have goosebumps right now, I think you're lying. I think you're lying. Um maybe Meryl Streep's in it. All right. We're going to take a quick break for a second. We'll be back in just a moment. Uh, I won't know when we're back until someone tells me because I don't know what you're seeing when it goes to that. I just, I just miss you. Come back soon, okay? Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves... You're back. I knew you'd be. You slut. Uh, so going on here, we're going to talk about our quick review section. So our quick review section, and if you don't know, um, it's kind of me breaking down some of the movies and TV shows that have come out this week. With this, I am essentially giving my raw opinion of what I think of it. And it's really to help you. I'm doing this for you so that you know, you know, if I was thinking about watching this show, I'll be like, well, hold on. Not that good. And you'll be like, whoa, I won't do it. Noah's a god. He knows what he's talking about. Or you'll be like, oh, uh, Noah said this is good. I'll watch this. You know? I'm here to help you. All right? We have precious time on this uh, earth, and I want us watching the best things we can. So we'll jump right into it. These are quick reviews. So there are a lot to cover. So get ready. Uh, starting off first, Spider-Man No Way Home 2021. It's here. I can't talk about it again. We get a screener early, you know. You know, a little cloud over here. Um, I can't talk too much about it. Um, all I'll say is, it sadly did not follow my predictions. Little spoiler here, but I was really hoping for Zendaya's death and the Spider Man to have a threesome. It didn't happen. It well. Not the way I thought it would happen. I, I and again, I can't, Marvel's gonna be on my ass if I spoil anything. But um the Roger Rabbit styled Miles Morales appearance, that's gonna rub some people the wrong way. There's no Toby or Andrew. Toby McGuire, Andrew Garfield, they do not show up in this movie. You're expecting them, you will be disappointed. But good news, uh Topher Grace's Eddie Brock makes an appearance. And in a way that's almost better. You know? you know, it's good. I, it's, it's, I, can't, I really can't say more. I, I want to, I want to. Uh, John Favreau's character dies. Ah, I don't want to, it. I, okay, it's good. It's good. It's good. Um, Aunt May. This might be her baddest she's been. Whoa. <laughs> I know she's an aunt, but I want to call her mommy. <laughs> this is all spoiler territory. I'm not going to die. We'll have, we, we probably have to cut some of this. <laughs> this is spoilers. Okay. Uh, moving on here. Don't look up 2021. Leo and Timmy in one movie. Worlds Collide. Uh, very exciting. I'm a huge fan. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, you're looking old. Meryl Streep looked better. She was more eye candy than uh, Jennifer Lawrence was. Sheesh. Um, stellar cast for a stellar movie. It's funny. It's unique. Uh, I haven't seen Jonah Hill on screen in a while. So great to have him back. Felt good. Felt good to see that reunion. I, I think with this movie, it's great. But it, it, it gave me this feeling. I think my biggest takeaway is, thank God that there is not a real meteor hurling to Earth. Could you imagine if we had just this ticking clock for this huge thing that will destroy life on Earth as we know it? And, and so frustratingly, in the movie, no one's doing anything about it. You know, they know it's coming. They're not doing anything. And, it, and as implausible as that seems, it's terrifying. And it, it made me think it was like, could you imagine if, like, God, there was, like, an increase of, like, earthquakes or floods or, you know, if, like, Florida was going to be underwater soon, and we all just accepted that. You know, like, I know these are far-fetched ideas, but it really, <laughs> it really freaked me out. You know, it got me thinking, but thankfully, everything's perfect, and there's nothing we need to worry about at all. If there was, though, I'd trust the powers above. They'd figure it out, and they'd save us. They wouldn't just sit there and do nothing. They would do something. You know, they'd do something, right? Hashtag trust the elites. Yeah. And praise Zeno. Moving on here. West Side Story 2021. I don't do musicals. So you're going to be biased. You're going to be like, Noah. Uh, it's acclaimed by everyone. It's got 96% of Rotten Tomatoes. Everyone loves it. I don't do musicals. In my reviews matter. It doesn't matter if I go in to a, to a movie with the preconceived idea that I hate it, you know? And then I just kind of refuse to watch it or anything like that. You know, that's not my problem. I'm a reviewer, okay? I'm allowed to have an opinion even if it's universally regarded as the wrong opinion, okay? And you know what? Cancel Ansel Elgort should have been shot in the face in the first scene. Just his brain splattered across the floor would have made for a better movie. One out of five. One out of five. I can hear you screaming on the keyboard, you nostalgic losers. One out of five, West Side Story 2021 is trash and musicals are awful. Kumami. Shark on Jet style, bitch. Uh, Moving on here, Nightmare Alley 2021. Fellow Lolita reader, Bradley Cooper, leads this beautiful, gorgeous film. And I have to say, Guillermo del Toro, you knocked it out of the park again. Take a bow, good sir. (laughs) And now stand upright for the criticisms. It was missing a fish woman sex scene. As it stands right now, it's 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 fine, but with that crucial element missing, uh, it's a mid tier Guillermo movie for me right now. If you had to put it on my Guillermo hierarchy, it's below Shape of Water and Hellboy One. So good, so good. I don't know why it's so weird to me when when these auteurs are known for these great like scenes and moments, and they just choose not to use them. That was a, a, a odd choice from Guillermo, um, but it's fine. If you can get past the lack of a fish sex scene, then it's fine. I couldn't. So, you know, uh, three out of five on my letterbox. All right, moving on here. Succession Season 3. I, uh, with this show, I, I love imagining myself being a part of the Roy family. You know, it's it's just so kind of it's luxurious, you know. Like, I, uh, it's embarrassing to say, but I, I see Logan Roy as kind of a father figure. I don't know, I don't know, I I just, I really want to Cousin Greg my way through the world, you know? And whenever I watch Succession, I just, it reminds me of how much better my family could be, you know, if they're more like the Roys, but we're just not, you know? Um, and when I see their lifestyle, it, it really makes me want to quit this show, and I might. I might quit this show um, and become a business major. I might do that. For now, I, I won't. But every time I hear that succession theme, I am my foot is one step further out the door. it's <laughs> Infectious. And Shiv's ass is amazing. All right, and finally here, we're going to get into our Did You Know section. So our Did You Know section, if you don't know, is a deep dive into film knowledge that won't be found on IMDb. Okay? We have a great research team, and they find, like, the most awesome little nuggets of wisdom. So, without further ado, Did You Know... Ryan Gosling was forced to take off the Drive 2011 scorpion jacket. According to Ryan, he was getting too much poon. Gotta be honest, uh, mine hasn't gotten me any yet. I even started putting a a toothpick in my mouth as I wear it. Um, No luck. It's a matter of time. All right, well, as always, I'm Noah Norton. Uh, Go follow us on our Instagram account. Check us out on TikTok, um, YouTube. You can find us where all podcasts are found. Um, And have a good one.